0: So, Callum. Hello. I've a bone to pick with you. Go on. You've been robbing my dressing gown.
1: Uh, I wouldn't say robbing, just temporarily using it.
0: Yes, you temporarily use it while I want to use it, which means that it's gone and I can't.
1: Well, why don't you just ask me for it?
0: Because you look so comfy and cosy and snuggly.
1: Now, let me describe this dressing gown. I'm a big fan of dressing gowns anyway. Like, if anyone knows me from... When I lived back home uh, or at uni or anything, I'd never not been a dressing gown if I was at home watching TV or something. But this dressing gown is probably the most comfy dressing gown I've ever been in. I don't care that it's pink. and is Is it a rabbit?
0: Yeah, rabbit.
1: It's pink. It's fluffy. It's soft. You look like a rabbit and I pull it off.
0: See, I think I can wear it better because I've taken lots of cute selfies in it. I've shown off the ears. I don't just try and hide them. I really encompass everything about being a rabbit when I wear the dressing gown, when I have a chance to wear the dressing gown.
1: Like, there are other dressing gowns in the house, but I just choose to use this one. But all you have to do is say, Callum, can I wear that dressing gown? I'll be like, yeah, sure, I'll find another one.
0: I'm I'm not taking a dressing gown. I'm not taking clothes off of your back when you're cold.
1: But there's other clothes. It's not like it's the last dressing gown in existence. I feel like there's some sort of poll or something who looks better in this dressing gown.
0: I'm going to post the photos of both of us wearing the dressing gowns. People can decide who looks better in it. It'll be on our brand new Instagram and our Twitter.
1: And the winner of it gets to keep the dressing gown forever. What? No. Oh,
0: My mother bought me this dressing gown. It has sentimental value.
1: This is What Would You Do If? The podcast to answer all of your What Would You Do If? questions. This week on What Would You Do If? it's What Would You Do If You Were Stood Up On A First Date? Hello, Callum and Jessica here with you again. And straight away, Jessica, if you were stood up on a first date what would you do?
0: Well, I would probably not tell anybody about it, first of all. I would just go and hide. But you know what? When we started dating, I did expect you to stand me up at some point. Really? Yeah, you were very flaky.
1: Now, yes, I was flaky. And I was thinking in the back of my mind before we went to record this, did I stand you up? Because I cancelled a fair few times, but I didn't leave you in a location where I'd said I'd meet you did I?
0: No, but there was one time where you said you were going to meet with me that day. Yes. And so I was waiting in college and then you never text me and it was like four o'clock and I was like, are you still going to meet me? And you were like, oh, no.
1: That's still not being stood up though, is it?
0: No, you just left me hanging on for a few hours, stuck in college, like
1: doing work. Well, I what- thought you were busy. So I was busy and I didn't text you and you didn't text me. So I thought you were busy as well this could be the end of our relationship on this podcast make sure you note this down episode seven of what would you do if the one where Callum and jess break up
0: i feel like people don't need to make a note of it because it'll just be the last episode (laughs) and it's like okay that's the point
1: okay so and i've i've apologized so many times and this is on record now on the internet on a podcast
0: where did you say sorry no, I am just. I was just about to
1: apologise, but I've said sorry to you before outside of this podcast.
0: No, you haven't. I
1: have, because no. I felt very bad. You've mentioned this to me so many times.
0: Like twice.
1: And I've always felt bad, and I've always said sorry for leaving you, and then I've always said, I'm glad that you stuck with me.
0: Yeah, it was very difficult for me to do that, can I just say. Like Callum was very flaky. He had the worst idea of what a date was. We went to a shopping centre once because he needed to pick up stuff for work. Also, he was 15 minutes late (laughs) arriving that time. He was also late on our first date and he sent me a photo of his Fitbit to show that he was actually rushing, trying to get there on time because you were so late. You really had a bad track record.
1: I'm sorry. i was I was new to the game. I The first couple of dates that we had, I wasn't even sure if there were dates, although the first date that we had, I dressed up in date attire, so in the back of my mind, I knew it was a date. I'm not really doing myself any favours, am I?
0: Can we just clarify, Callum was the one that asked me out, and he wasn't sure if it was a date.
1: Are we good? mm mm-hmm. <laughs> So what would you do if you were on a first date and you got stood up?
0: See, I feel like it depends on where you are. I would just go off kind of have fun. I would do something that I could take photos of because I would have my makeup done really nicely. And I'd be like, well, I'm not letting this nice makeup day go to waste. I'm going to photograph it, get some evidence that I look like this at one point in my (laughs) life because I don't look nice every day. Yes, you do. No. And then I would just go off and have fun. What would you do if you got stood up?
1: If I was stood up on the first date. Now, I Again, I think it'd have to be in the location. I've always, in the back of my mind, thought it would be the most awkward thing if, if you were in a restaurant or something and you were going to meet them there at a certain time and you got there beforehand. Although you've given out to me for being late, naturally I like to be on time or sometimes early. And if I was early to this, like I would probably be. I think it's just the awkwardness of sitting at a table on your own, the cringe factor inside you. I, I just wouldn't want that to happen. Mm-hmm. I think I'd make sure that... For the first one, before I've even met them before, I think I'd have to organise something where it's maybe not in a public place, but you're standing around where it looks like you're waiting for people. Because you were sitting down waiting for me, weren't you?
0: Yeah, I was sitting at a table for two by myself for 15 minutes going, hmm... Is he actually ever going to yeah, arrive? Yeah, I
1: was, I was just going through my mind there. Did you actually think that I wasn't going to turn up?
0: No, I didn't. I trusted that you were a nice person, but at the same time, I was like, imagine if he didn't arrive.
1: But going back to the question, what I would do on a first date if I got stood up, I think deep down, I would be a little bit gutted. And I know you were saying you go out and you try and empower yourself and enjoy the day. But I think I would go home and be a little bit sad. Just because I've gone again to this effort, maybe I've asked that person out and then they've cancelled on me. I think I, would maybe a little bit heartbroken, even though I'd never met this person before. Say if I've been talking to them to them for a good few weeks.
0: Yeah, it depends on how invested you are in the person, I guess. Like if you've only met them on Tinder and it's like, okay, do you want to go out tomorrow? And it's like very quick.
1: Yeah, and you you've only, only been them. talking to them for 24 hours or something.
0: Yeah, you're not really that invested. Then you won't really care too much. But then I suppose if you had been talking to them for a few weeks, yeah. then you're going to be a little bit more sad.
1: And you'd have a little bit in common to talk about as well because you've been talking through th- those three weeks. So you've got a little bit of backstory. You might even have some in-jokes and stuff as well. And you could be, you could could, be, you could make a good friendship within three weeks. Mm. For someone to throw that out the window could be quite sad.
0: Yeah, especially if you don't have that too often with people and you don't meet people like that too often. You'd just be very sad, wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, that's very sad. If that's happened to anyone, we're here for you. Shall we open a hotline or something?
0: (laughs) No, let me just correct you. You're there for them. Okay. I have my DMs closed. You can have yours open.
1: (laughs) My DMs are open at any time. If you've ever been stood up on a first date, come to Callum. Uncle Callum is open for business. I'll come and console you. I'll wrap an arm around you and say, it's all going to be fine. Forget about them.
0: Don't call yourself Uncle Callum. That sounds so creepy, like, (laughs) dirty
1: old man Uncle Callum. (laughs) No, I'm, I'm being the complete opposite. I'm being nice, Uncle Callum.
0: The weird uncle that just looks at the young teenagers and you know that he's a bit sleazy.
1: That's what we would do if we were stood up on a first date. What should you actually do if you're stood up on a first date?
0: So chill out. It's not the worst thing in the world. Oh, I thought
1: you were just telling me to chill out. There. <laughs> no, no, I'm okay. I'm fine.
0: You know, don't freak out. I know that it's like really disappointing if you end up being stood up, but at the end of the day, it's happened to loads of people before. It's happened in TV shows to your favourite TV characters, probably. Oh. So don't be too sad. It happens. You're probably really great person. Just the other person is a bit of a loser.
1: I suppose it goes through your mind that you are it's the first time that this has ever happened to anyone and you're the worst person in the world and nothing's ever going to be right and you're never going to find love.
0: Yeah, and you're wondering, did they walk in, see me and then leave?
1: <laughs> oh my God, imagine.
0: Yeah, so don't imagine that that's happened. Assume that they're just really bad and they forgot and they just didn't really care about you too much.
1: Or they got involved in a bus crash.
0: Yes, assume that. Assume the worst. <laughs> So, allow yourself to feel sad if you need to, but don't feel too sad.
1: (laughs) So, you can be sad, but not a lot sad.
0: Just toughen up, get over it. Build a
1: bridge, get over it. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: If you're out during the day or whatever, just go out and enjoy yourself anyway. Like, do what I said. Go out, have a date with yourself, find something fun to do, enjoy it.
1: And sometimes the best company is your own company. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) I've lived by that mantra for many years.
0: Because you couldn't get a girlfriend. Oh,
1: come (laughs) on now.
0: Oh, where's this come from? You really annoyed me at the start of this episode with all of the, oh, yeah, I was busy and that's why I didn't go out with you sooner and blah, blah. I'm just really fired up now. All right, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, so go out with yourself. I like the advice on this thing. Now, Callum put together a fair bit of this research. So I just want to say, I don't think he read it.
1: No. (laughs) Like,
0: so stupid, some of it. It's like, go to wherever you feel safe and secure so that you can feel sad about being stood up. My bed. Well, it recommends a mall here. (laughs) Or a friend's house, or one of your favourite restaurants.
1: I'll go to the ILAC. Oh,
0: God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's nothing worse than being stood up. Let's go to the ILAC.
0: Well, I actually like the ILAC, to be fair, so don't come at me like this. Oh, okay. It's my favourite shopping centre. But yeah, it says to go somewhere where you feel safe and secure. So that you can process how you feel in a protected environment. It's just very stupid, isn't it? Yeah. I kind of want to get stood up now just to see what it feels like to see if I need to go to a protected environment. Well,
1: I'll arrange next week to go to dinner and then I just won't let you know that we're going to dinner and then I'll stand you up.
0: And then I'll change the keys of the house and you'll never have anywhere to live again.
1: Oh, and you get my new big TV. It's a lose-lose situation for me. (laughs) I lose you and the TV.
0: Which one would you care more about? (laughs) Ooh. <laughs> Don't be making that noise.
1: It'll be you.
0: A better be. So I'm going to tell you there's apparently five stages to being stood up, oh, right? Oh, here we go. First one, acceptance.
1: All right. I've been stood up. I accept it.
0: I feel like this should come at the end. <laughs> <laughs> but it's number one on the list. Okay. You have to accept the person is not in the hospital. They've not been hit by a car. They've just decided to not go and see you.
1: All right. So I've accepted that.
0: Yeah, get over the embarrassment, stage two.
1: All right.
0: You have to feel it, process it, deal with it. Stage three is anger.
1: Oh, <laughs> go around to smash their house.
0: No, it's just to allow yourself to be angry. You can't smash their house if you want. All right. Like, I'm not against that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just use some eggs to throw uh, okay. at Okay,
1: not like a brick or anything.
0: Yeah, but boil the eggs so that they're hard and then they'll smash the window.
1: Oh, there's a tip for you. Mm-hmm.
0: So the advice here is to take up kickboxing or meditate. What? (laughs) No.
1: Joining a kickboxing class just because you've been stood up on one date.
0: Mm -hmm. Mhm. says don't let your fury get the best of you. So deal with the anger. Like I feel like they're making a big thing out of being stood up here of all this advice. And Callum has put this list together so we know what goes on in his mind. Stage four, moving on.
1: Okay, so this is building the bridge.
0: So this should be about 20 minutes, half an hour after you've been stood up. Now you take out Tinder and you start swiping again.
1: (laughs) So this is after I've done the kickboxing class, all within half an hour of being stood up on the first date? Yep. Okay, so now I'm back on Tinder.
0: Yep, you're swiping, you're swiping, and then you find someone new. Ah. And they may be better than that other person.
1: Everything happens for a reason.
0: Mm hmm. Stage five, you've already accepted it, you've been embarrassed, you've been angry. You've moved on and now you have to ask, why me?
1: So you've done all the things to get over it. You've built the bridge, you're back on Tinder and then five months down the line, you start questioning it again. Mm -hmm. That's a bit strange.
0: So you have to ask, why did this happen to me? So that you can (laughs) learn and move on again. (laughs) This is just a bit strange. Yeah, it's not very good, is it? No. But it doesn't matter why it happened. Okay. Because there's only one lesson to be learned. Go on. Don't stand people up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good point there. Mm-hmm. That's If you're going to take anything away from this podcast, if you're thinking about standing someone up, just be polite and say, actually, I can't do this.
0: You are completely correct, Callum.
1: Thank you. It's just being honest and transparent because I could have easily, going back to me and you when we first started going out, I could have easily, if I was busy, just left you there and not said anything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, it was just busy. I wasn't trying to stand you up.
0: But you decided to be a nicer person and just keep rescheduling all the time.
1: Yes, because I wanted to still seem like I was still interested, which I was. (laughs) Not anymore, but... (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Joking. Of course I'm still interested.
0: Mm. So I've got some stories, right?
1: Oh, God, here we go.
0: About people who have been stood up.
1: Are they all going to end up like I'm trashed my friend's house or something like that?
0: No, like one of them is about someone who was stood up by their friend.
1: Oh. They
0: went to a nightclub, just this person, and they paid in. And then the friend was like, oh, can't make it or whatever. And they didn't turn up. So then they found someone else who they became friends with. New friend. Yes. Ah. And then new friend introduced them to another friend. And then another friend plus the original person fell in love
1: oh that's nice yeah that's a story of good friendship
0: they've been together for 10 years ah. married for six and they have a baby
1: Ah, mm. now that is nice
0: so some good things come from being stood up another person said i was going out for coffee with a guy and then they got two cups of coffee sat down at the table half an hour later the barista was like oh were you stood up They were like, yeah. So they gave them the money back for the coffee and a free muffin. Oh,
1: that's even better. You get free stuff as well as the
0: money. Free stuff is better than love. Well, no,
1: but it's better than not having to be sitting there on your own. The barista was nice and gave them the stuff instead of just sitting over at the counter pointing and laughing.
0: I really know where your priorities are right now, you know. I
1: love a good bargain.
0: Last story. This one I found on Google. Okay. I was supposed to go out on a date with someone I met online. She never showed up, and months later, I found out she died in a car accident.
1: Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) Earlier, when you were talking about accidents, I was like, Callum, don't go into this too much, because you're going to ruin my story.
1: Oh, imagine the guilt of going through all that hatred, thinking, I really hate them, they're the worst person ever, and then they die. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, no.
0: You feel like the worst person, like cursing them, being like, oh, they can go to hell, and then they might actually be in hell.
1: So whatever I said in the beginning of this podcast about imagining getting hit by a bus or whatever... Don't do that because you will be rife with guilt forever.
0: Yeah, you'd feel like it was probably your fault. But then, what if they deserve it?
1: Stop doing this to me. (laughs) It's like a roller coaster of emotions. This podcast has blown my mind. And before we wrap up, let's do another one of my would you rather questions. The poll will be on our Twitter at what would you pod. And today's would you rather question is, it's all about first dates. Ah, So would you rather go on a first date where it's dinner and drinks? Or would you go out on a first date where it's, I'm, I'm calling it a fun date. A fun date could be dinner and drinks for you, but like bowling or uh, ice skating or something like that. What would you rather do?
0: I would love to go out ice skating just because I'm such a pro at it.
1: You can show off when you go ice skating.
0: Like, I get really jealous of people who can go really fast backwards, but I can do, like, spin and stuff, you know?
1: But on a first date, say if I was really bad at ice skating and you were really good, I would feel a little bit inferior to you, and that might mean that I wouldn't want to chase up a second date.
0: Yeah, but what if I want you to feel inferior to me? What if I get enjoyment out of that and I want someone who feels like my inferior and I want to feel superior in the relationship and be very controlling.
1: Our first date, we went to a uh, an arcade restaurant called Token, and we played a game of Tetris. And I've never felt so poorly skilled in a video game in all my life. And the dance mat. I thought I was decent at dance mat until I met you.
0: Nobody is good at dance mat after they played with me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because you demolished them into existence.
0: Yeah, I just get like, triple quadruple people's scores and i'm just like eh, oh well
1: so there is your would you rather question today would you rather go out for dinner and drinks on a first date or would you go out on a fun date like the arcade the bowling the ice skating
0: i like how it's boring date versus fun date what a difficult would you rather well no
1: i think i do sometimes the dinner and drinks because as much as i enjoyed our first date i went home feeling very sad about myself that i couldn't beat you at the dance mat I didn't really I just wanted to make you feel sad because you made me feel sad in this podcast a lot (laughs) sorry there you go you can vote on our twitter at what would you pod it'll be there and we'll do the results next week
0: we always say we'll do the results and we never do
1: no please do not call me out on that
0: (laughs) it's Carlo Callum Day sorry did you not
1: (laughs) realise I've had enough of this see you next time bye if you like this episode of what would you do if you can subscribe on your favourite podcasting app with new episodes every Monday Thanks for listening to What Would You Do If...